You're listening to the Drowning in Shallow podcast, where we explore rich and meaningful encouragement that doesn't try to put a bow on difficulty. I'm Janelle, a wife, mom, business owner, lover of hospitality, and fellow needer of encouragement. This is a safe place to engage one another in honestly identifying our emotions, naming our troubles, and finding hope that lasts, even when our circumstances don't change. Stop drowning in the shallow platitudes of life. It's time to jump in, grab a life raft, and learn to float in deep waters. Subscribe to my email encouragements at encouragedwithjanelle.com. If you're tired of messages about positive thinking or self-empowerment that ignore or suppress life's true difficulties or our authentic, limited humanity, you're in just the right place. I'm so glad to have you here. I'm stunned as I survey the wreckage the outer winds of grief have caused in disbelief at all that's transpired. Any inability from others to believe the scope of my narrative only invites me to deeper places of being seen and known in this storm by God alone. And here I gain buoyancy in the invisible places. My heart and storm known by only one the one who charts and measures and makes my growth. Yes, even in, or perhaps especially amidst the storm. I look back and see how God has held and sustained me as I've moved further and deeper into the hurricane. I'm in awe. He has guided me so skillfully. He is working so thoroughly. I trust there's more he's still changing in me and only further intimacy with him awaits. My soul yearns. I long for more of him. I hunger and thirst for his nearness and his word. I close my eyes and nuzzle close in his fatherly embrace, my heart vulnerably exposed before him. His promises and care drown out the clamor of the tempest. I feel peace, overwhelming, abounding, instantaneous calm. The sound of the rain stops. I can't feel the wind. I'm not being covered by waves. Startled by the change of weather on my skin, I open my eyes and look up. What happened? Is it over? No, it's not over. I note the catastrophic impact of all of this water all around me on every side. The wind twists and waves pound, but in his tender care and movement, I've been brought to the eye of the storm. I'd forgotten. Every storm has an eye, even this one. An inner circle of peace and still while the storm surrounds for miles on every side. Here, with my heart submerged in scripture, I inundate my mind with truth about the gentle, tender hand that guides me and writes my story. I grow in learning to existentially feel the nearness he so freely offers while regularly engaging in the wrestle to believe his nearness is mine no matter what I feel. I want to learn how to truly live in his house with his gospel culture and his ways all the days of my life. And that means seeking to know, not merely cerebrally, but experientially, 
His ways, especially when they are not readily available to me in horizontal dynamics of circumstances or relationships. This is a sweet space with just me and him. Our relationship is deepening. I envision my head buried into God's mighty chest, listening to the beat of his heart. Tender, tenacious, fatherly love of defense, protection, safety, refuge, and good. Over time, I can hear the pound of his heart more clearly, and the further I embed my head into his chest, the louder I hear his pulse. The rhythm of his love calms me, even as the winds rage around. The Psalms tell me repeatedly how God is moved by all that's transpired. He is involved, actively engaged, attentive. He is righteously angry, fuming even, at every drop of wrong against me, at the darkness and brokenness we've all let into his world. He has satisfied his own wrath at my wrongs and the dark crevices of my own heart. He no longer counts them against me. He rolls up his sleeves to enter into the darkness I face, to remake it. He is my defender who doesn't lack the integrity of his name. He acts on my behalf. He reels and rocks the earth with smoke of anger coming from his nostrils as he comes to rescue his little girl in the threatening waters. He comes near when I call on him, when my heart merely sighs before him. I carry my Bible with me everywhere these days, my heart floating on its broad and deep promises. I clutch the character of the Lord who is over this storm and scream to my heart that the surge is not how he feels about me. If I use his word to tune my ears, I can hear the melody of his song over me. I begin to learn that the storm can actually enable me to listen to the love song he sings for me with greater volume and more beauty than I'd ever been able to hear before more artistry and elegance than I'd noticed before the storm of grief's noise needed drowning in love. I cling to the truth that his final destination for this storm is restoration. He is the restorer. I confess to him that the restoration I long for most is in my broken circumstances. I yearn for relief from the storm. I want sunshine a break in the clouds, environmental comfort, the ceasing of rain, tangibly felt safety. I realize my earthly eyes are more focused on the horizontal storm surrounding me than I am fixed with spiritual eyes on the vertical restoration my restorer has in mind for my heart with his. He restores my soul to himself no matter what my circumstances are. Do I believe restoration of my heart is primary to him? Am I willing to consider that restoration of my circumstances are appropriately secondary? Lord, help me see as you see. Gaining his perspective requires I have a transformed mind and I'm aware of how much more transforming I need. Will I learn to lean into God's view and definition of restoration? 
Will I surrender my ideas of what I think his restoration should look like? Do I really trust that he desires wholeness for me and prosperity for my soul? I slowly shuffle in learning to focus more on the relating of my heart with his heart than the losses and pain I incur as the storm persists. It's extremely difficult to do. I wrestle and struggle. My flesh loves that which is seen and felt. My spiritual eyes continue to need opening and awaking. And in this inner conflict, he is so patient, so gentle, loving to build my trust because he's worthy and draw me closer to himself, dousing me with comfort through his word over and over again. I've set out each day to have scripture consume my moments, to stay in the eye of the storm. I long to know him here, wherever here finds me in all the muddled moments of the day. I'm attached to his words for me, arguably addicted to them. I must have these words of hope or I slither back to my ineffective former ways of relying on myself. I need scripture to survive. I have seen and experienced how my self-sufficiency has tremendous limits and I've surpassed them all. I want to stay sober of heart and continually reject my own inclinations and the recommendations of others to be the main actor in my life. God is, and I need his word to remind me of it often. I hunger and thirst and yearn for more of this great God I'm coming to love more and more as he works these realities of his nature and ways into my timid, fearful, aching heart. I make bite-sized pieces of these psalms my very food throughout the day, snacking, feasting, sipping, and chugging. They are my sustenance. Closing my eyes, I savor the bread of life detecting nuanced flavors of the gospel and the countless facets of my God. My mind needs these promises, these stories, these proverbs, these psalms. I need them to reshape how I see the storm, how I see myself, how I see others, how I see him. I reach for them as I round a corner during a drive in the neighborhood. I chew on them as I shower at the Y after swimming laps. I gulp them when overtired children in sleepless nights increase my awareness of my need for him. The uncomfortable heightened attentiveness exhaustion exposes in my heart is meant to whet my appetite for him more. I desire to resist the many temptations to calm or suppress my inner need for him with other things, with myself, with organization, strength, a plan, a list, or a numbing pressing through that just wants today to be over already. I want to be found needing him, desperately, both internally and externally, every moment of every day. I confess the horizontal shame I often feel in my experience of bold neediness of God and ask him to show me his eyes on me again. I've forgotten, even though it's only been three minutes. Lord, who am I to you? How do you see these storms? How do you feel about my neediness of you? 
I remind myself that his word tells me over and over again how much he loves weakness and he doesn't chastise or correct me for it. He draws me closer. He takes great delight in my weakness. My daddy answers my questions with his presence and nature, not with clear words or direction or explanation as I often hope, but his company calms and comforts the way a newborn is instantaneously impacted by the arms and scent of its mother. I don't need to know what God is doing to know his peace. I don't need to understand why to find anchor in his word. I don't need to be able to explain what's going on or why to find confidence in knowing he's calling me to live this narrative. His rich promises have endless depth and they will never tire or wear out like my energy and capacity always do. No matter how long the storm rages, there will always be an eye. And the tighter I cling to him, the more firmly I can experience his profound steadfastness in that place of deeply inner calm, no matter what the storm does, where it goes, or how much it destroys. He will restore me to himself. The storm doesn't change him. And it doesn't have any power to restrain his restoration of my heart with his This is his primary focus for now. Rather than resist it, beg for new circumstances, or insist he go about this a different way, I'm learning to surrender the duration and details of the storm to my author. And while it rages, I'll seek to stay within the eye, held fast by his good and very true promises. Thanks so much for joining us today on Drowning in Shallow. Go ahead and click that subscribe button so you don't miss an encouragement.